Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Shad. This week we're covering Piranha 3 Double D. Let's party! In the world's wildest water park, the party has never been hotter. Tell me you did not replace our old lifeguards with strippers. Water certified strippers. And the guests have never been hungrier. Mommy, I got bit. It was a piranha. It was not a piranha. We think they're back. These piranha spent eons in underground lakes and rivers. So fish can become confused and try to enter man-made drainage systems. <laughs> Is that you? Whatever it is, I don't like it. Ladies and gentlemen, the most famous lifeguard of all time. Let's all get wet and wild. There's something in the water. Just when you thought it was safe. People are dying. Do something. To put your 3D glasses back on. First of all, I'm not a lifeguard. Never was. Secondly, that is what natural selection is all about. It's double the action. Something's wrong with me. What did you do to me? Double the terror. And double the D's. Bring me my legs. Piranha 3 Double D. Now, this is a second serving, so get your fork and knife up because it's time to yum, 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 eat it up. Uh, this is not a third movie, it's a follow up to Piranha 3. From 2010. From 2010, yes. It's a follow-up. So it's not the third movie. They just wanted to play on words because they were going to be as uh, uh, thrice (laughs) as many boobs. Yes. There's a lot of boobs in this movie. And there's a lot of... This is like a crazy like 70s exploitation movie level of, of boobs and violence. Yeah. And this film is like has so many recognizable faces. You have Christopher Lloyd, Ving Rhymes, uh, who else? Oh, uh, Paul Shear. Shear, if you're familiar with um, uh, The League. Um, yeah, there's just uh, David Hasselhoff, Gary Busey. I mean, the list goes on and on, and even new newer faces uh, like Danielle Panabaker. Yeah, she's in a lot of the uh, CW superhero stuff now. And you have also people like Clue Gulliger from uh, Return of the Living Dead and tons of other things is in this because his son is actually the director, John Gulliger. Oh, and David Kochner, who's obviously... From The Office, uh, Anchorman, all that stuff. Yeah, he's the bald guy. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they need a really tall bald guy, that's who they call. So yeah, there's a ton of people in the film and... This, you know, we we saw the first film, and I believe we covered that film, did we? No, I don't think we did. No, we didn't? We got it on a dollar DVD at the Dollar Tree one time and watched it. Mm. This film is available for free on Tubi. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I don't even know how to begin. I'm going to let you start because I, wow, this movie cost like, I think it was like five million to make and it made over like eight million dollars. It didn't, it didn't get released very well here in the United States. I read online, it only got released to 75 theaters in the U.S., which is weird because one of them was here in Tampa because I actually saw this in the theaters with about, I don't know, maybe eight other people in the theater on a Friday night. So it was not doing well. And it, uh, it, like I said, it's a follow-up to the Piranha 3D from 2010. And I guess they'd originally planned for it to be like several years later so they could have the giant Piranha. But then they realized that giant Piranha cost money. So we'll just reuse all the Piranha from the other movie and just say it's not been that long. And this one, of course, has the idea of, well, let's save money. We're not going to have them be in the lake for most of it. We'll just have the piranha somehow get into a water park. And then they'll attack everyone at the water park. Because, you know, the water park where you're no more than five feet from the shore at any given time. Well, this one was. Yeah, this one they all just stood in the water while the piranha ate them. Like, get the hell out of there. It's five, it's five feet. Even the piranha are biting you. Go to the, go to the, go to the concrete. But no. People are just dying left and right in this one. Titties have gone massacred. Yes, this movie is all... They might as well have called this Boobs the Movie. Even a butthole got massacred and a vagina. I mean, they, they're, this movie is no holds barred. If you've never seen this film, this is the perfect film to gather a bunch of friends. Maybe you're into, you know, drinking. Get the drinks out and just have a good old time. This is a fucking fun summer film. Like, I would have loved to have watched this outside, on the projector, you know, just with by drinking it up by, you know, I, I would even uh, like my little $5 pool. Some kind of water I could put my feet in. It's so crazy. It's like Sharknado, which is obviously what they had to have have in mind right because sharknado is just so overblown and fucking insane and this movie is i would say better than sharknado all of them it's it's pretty extreme yeah i mean not better because the sharks do some crazy shit in the sharknado movies but if you're into boobs this is the perfect movie for you. And also special effects. I mean, like, the, the effects on this are pretty decent. Like, the way that the people's body look, they're all mangled, and the what the piranha do. I mean, look, when you have a piranha, first of all, I, do you want to give a, just a little synopsis of the film before we get really okay. you deep have, in the uh, water? Danielle Panabaker, who is Maddie, her uh, mother owned a water park with her stepdad and now the stepdad is reopening the water park but he's you know the evil guy with the water park so he's cutting corners and he's drilling a private well instead of taking water from the lake and of course the private well he's drilled into is the underwater lake that was full of piranha from the first one so she's trying to convince him throughout the movie don't release these piranha you know don't don't open this because these piranha are going to get in and of course, like in everyone, he's like, that's never going to happen. Just because two years ago there was a vicious piranha infestation at the lake and it killed hundreds of people, it will never happen again. Come on, you're being ridiculous. So, of course, he continues with it, even though people are getting eaten by piranhas in the lake already. 
which the uh, footage of there's a part where there's two people about to have sex in a van and the van rolls into the river. Apparently the footage of that van rolling into the river was something they didn't use from the first movie. So they just reused that footage for this one. So they saved some money on that. But you also have the woman and her boyfriend that decide to go skinny dipping. They hop in the water. Is it her boyfriend? It's not her boyfriend. It's just a guy she thinks is hot. And she's going to hook up with him at her first available opportunity. Because she's a virgin and she's looking to get de-virginated. And this is where I'm going to come in. Because this is where I started really... I'm not going to say pay attention to the movie. Because it's fairly in the beginning. But this is when it starts... When you get a taste of what's to come. So here is the virgin. We're going to call her the virgin. She jumps in the water. You know, she's naked. She asked the guy, well, does she have to ask him? He gets it naked. Okay. They're swimming in the fucking lake naked, which is like, why would you do that? I know people do that, but it just blows my mind. You would do that. I would be so, look, I'm terrified when I step into the ocean and I see seaweed on the floor. I see it. (laughs) I'm already fucking scared out of my mind. I'm jumping out. Hey, look, I went in the ocean a couple weeks ago. What happened? Jellyfish got me. That's true. And it was like your first time in the actual ocean in your whole life. Yeah, since I like was that like deep. 12 that I've been in the ocean. That was the last time I was in the ocean. So it's been like 38 years since I've been in the ocean. As soon as I step one foot in the fucking ocean, jellyfish. Yeah, so I'm not going into a fucking lake, okay? This is not chlorinated. It's a lake. But naked with my all my crevices are exposed. So, of course, what happens? That's when... A small piranha decides, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to swim upstream and swam right into her vagina. And she was not very inconvenienced by this. She was just kind of like, oh, oh, what are you doing? Did you do something down there? To the guy. He's like, no, I, I know you're a virgin and all, but first of all, he's a good two feet from you. Unless he's a real hell of a man, he's <laughs> not got anything near you there. And secondly... Didn't you notice that it felt small and fish-like swimming up your vagina? Also, you saw what his wang looked like when he jumped into the lake. So, yeah, he wasn't, he didn't have to throw it over his shoulder, you know? So, there's so many things. But, yes, a piranha goes upstream into the vajay and I... hangs out there for a while. For a long time. I would say, like, to the next day. I even look over at Chad and I'm like, did... Did did this did the fish just go up her vagina? Yes, it did. Because it was very subtle. You know, it's not like the camera went zoomed in. Surprisingly, probably because they couldn't have a vagina shot. They can have all the titty shots they want in a they butthole, but they can't have they vagina. They didn't have a camera that could go underwater. To be honest, that's very true. Go up there and do its business, and obviously, the actress is not going to let. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could green screen. What I don't even know how that would even work, but nevertheless. Let's skip over, because these are the key... I'm going to talk about key scenes that really got me, okay? After that, was there anything after that? Because I'm going to jump straight to their sex scene. No, go right ahead. Sex scene comes, where she finds out that her friend... Oh, the death that you had talked earlier about. The van rolls into into the lake. Yes, which was the most ridiculous thing ever. And... First of all, what kind of car... That van was an automatic. What kind of automatic that when you hit the parking brake, it just comes out of gear and rolls into the lake? 
Yes. And when the girl, after the girl handcuffs the guy and then shit fucking, she, the car's rolling into the lake and she literally tries for like five seconds to help him out, but she can't take him out of that, those handcuffs. And she literally swims out and says, I'm going to go find help. Her thought of like help was I'm going to stand on top of the van in the pitch black night of night. Where no one's around. No, there's no boats. There's no one around. This is not 4th of July where the fucking, you know, whole lake is riddled with fucking people. There is no one. And just stand there and say, help, help, help. Who, who are you calling out? Did you think a fucking crow was going to fly down and like whisk you away? Like yeah, what? This is not the Lord of the Rings. No eagles are coming to rescue you. What was happening there? I like literally was very happy that they both died because they were fucking stupid. Yeah, they were idiots and they deserved it. It was, you know, it's it, these are the characters I don't like in these kind of movies where they're just dispensable characters. They're just there to die and you know that they're there to die. Like, that's their whole purpose in the film is just to take up time. Um, so that happens. So her, that was her best friend, the virgin's best friend, and she's devastated. You know, I think her name was Jessica. Jessica's dead or whatever. She's devastated. Her friend is missing because they can't find her. She hasn't been presumed dead yet. And so that's when at the same time, she starts feeling a little ill, a little not herself. And she's in bed, sick, quote unquote. She rolls over to the guy and tells her, tells him, to have sex with her. I want you inside of me. Like that's gonna make you feel better. Like that's like that's how you knock out a common cold is penis. Well, you know, I would I would it's say worth a shot. if that was the case, there wouldn't be drugstores, okay? For selling a cold medication. People would just be getting penises all over the place. But okay. So <laughs> this is the second time I look over to Shad and say, Are we gonna have a teeth situation? Is this what's happening? Because that's exactly what happened. Her vagina, in a way, became... The piranha was in there. And it came down out of her body while he was plowing her. And just bit onto the end of his dick. Yep. And it was not pretty. But here's the thing against me. He pulls away, pulls out, runs around, runs into the kitchen with the piranha still biting his dick. And his thought is, let me get a butcher knife and just cut my dick off. Not like, hey, maybe I'll smack the fish in the head with something, get it to let go. Maybe I'll try and pry its jaws off. No, I'm just going to cut my dick off. And then he does this. The girl recovers from this because after the the fish comes out of her vagina and bites his dick, she throws up blood. Well, no, but she, I think she had like an aneurysm or something. Like she went into, like her body went she into like a shock. Seizure yeah, seizure. There you go. A seizure. She's throwing up. Then she just wakes up and is like, oh, hey, I'm feeling a little better now. Where'd you go? Goes in. You see the dick laid on the floor, still being munched on by the piranha. She turns around. The boyfriend is standing there and is like, what did you do to me? Yeah, holding like the knife, covered in blood. Like, okay, first of all, why are why didn't you run out? Because we don't know the time lapse of when she woke up yeah. to when. And when. Why are you not calling 911? Why aren't you running out in the street, okay? Holding the little... Now, this is where holding I also... The, the, the remains of your dick because I, they the, might be able to sew that back on. 
This is the crazy part. I, I agree with you. Why didn't he cut the bottom of the fish, the bottom half of the fish, because only the tip of his penis, and he was uncircumcised, only the tip of his penis was being, was bitten off. Yeah. So he, I mean, I don't know how big his cut penis off. was. Oh, cut off. I don't know how big his penis was, but there, he, the fish, he could have cut some, the, he had some time to cut the back of that fish he off. He could have cut the back of the fish off, which obviously would have let the fish can, let go. I can guarantee you the minute a fish bites onto your dick, your length is gone. <laughs> that penis is retreating towards your body as fast as humanly possible when that that fish bites onto it. It is going to try and crawl back up inside of you. Oh, but man. Then she comes and tells the the best friend, or her other friend, Maddie, she comes and tells her, a fish swam up my vagina and bit Josh's, and then Josh cut his dick off. He's in the hospital now. Or, what? And then we never hear about them again. Nope. They are never mentioned again. No one ever says, like, yeah, she was really lucky that fish didn't do any internal damage. Or she got fucked up from this fish. Or he died. Nothing. We just never hear from them again. Because this is not the kind of movie to be bringing these things up. It is action, one scene after another of fucking crazy boob slash vagina shots. And because that's the whole movie. It's not a movie of substance. It's no. you, You're getting what you paid for, which is just boobs. Because that's David Ketchner's character, Chet. He has turned the water park from the sweet, fun, wholesome family water park it used to be into titties, titties, titties. He's got a naked pool where people are swimming. The whole thing's being advertised by, you know, women in wet t-shirts. Uh, you've got he has David Hasselhoff coming as his character from Baywatch to like kick everything off, and you got David Hasselhoff there just playing himself because at this point that's all he can really do is play, play David Hasselhoff. He has a fucking stupid like what is it? The little flotation flotation device, device the red like shorts. Him. Yeah, he's got it all. The whole thing. That guy has no shame. I got to give it to Hasselhoff. He just leaned into it and just said, "Yeah, fuck it. This is who I am." And then poor Christopher Lloyd, he's playing like what a marine biologist or some kind of the kooky, you know, scientist that's going to help them. I guarantee you a big part of this budget went one for the piranha, two for Christopher Lloyd, three probably for all the other name actors that are in it. And whatever was left, the rest of the cast got to divide because I'm sure they paid all them well to be in this. I would hope so. Not just like a ham sandwich and yeah, a five dollar bill. They they earned their money, even though they only did a few scenes in this. They all earned their money just to be in this weird ass movie. Yeah, this is the crazy water park, which you're never going to see. It's this is not going to happen, and not in the same vicinity. They have one section off for just normal family fun. And then literally there's just like a fence with a door that says adults only. And as soon as you open that door, there's no, there's no long hallway. There's no barrier. There's no anyone taking your ticket. You've already paid your entrance the first time. All you have to do is open this door. There's not even fucking security. And then you went, you go from happy fun time to fucking Caligula. (laughs) It's just full Caligula in there. There's, there's everybody's naked running around. There's a guy literally fucking like the intake valve for the water. He's like, this feels so good. He's just got his dick out and in the like, this feels good. The water sprays against it. He He's an employee, by the way. Yeah, and he's doing this on the clock. He's just having sex with the intake valve. Yeah, and it's fine because the water's chlorinated. So, so no one really seems to care. Also, um, I do like the underwater cam where there's 
the cameras underwater because you know you look up on the screen that they have there and you can see all the girls swimming naked their bush their t- everything is out and yeah. you're just swimming around so i thought that was kind of genius actually i'm like who the fuck thought of that i mean i'm sure that was john Gulliger. i'm sure he was all about that <laughs> and by the way the original version of the script was actually written by that uh, uh marcus dunston and patrick melton that wrote a lot of the saw movies the collector and the collection they've done a lot of stuff uh i heard this was heavily rewritten from their original scripts because this doesn't really play like a lot of their other stuff this is way more crazy and exploitation than their other stuff so i get that they probably got a lot of stuff rewritten on this i'm sure they didn't use anything i mean there's no way i mean did i don't remember did they get credited yeah they're credited but probably because I yeah i have a feeling they didn't because this doesn't match up with their other stuff their other stuff is very gory and that, but it doesn't have this same feel to it. So I think they got rewritten quite a bit. Who knows? I don't, I mean, I I couldn't even, I can't even fathom how you go from writing like a Saw movie to this, like, you know, softcore porn that yeah. we have going on. I have a feeling it was quite a bit of a different movie before it got rewritten. Oh, man. What's your, do you have a favorite part or most memorable part of the film? Well, the part I laugh the hardest at is where they're in the water park, the piranha are attacking everyone, and you have the main character, Danielle Panabaker, who's like five foot three and maybe weighs ninety pounds. So she decides she's going to rescue people. So she jumps into the water in her cutoff shorts and bikini top to try and rescue people. Who is she pulling? She pulls like one kid to the side and that's it. That's all she can do is pull one kid out because she weighs nothing. And she has no protection against the piranha, but she's going to jump in to show how heroic she is. And then when they try to like dump the water out, dump it into the lake, the suction on the bottom when they do that is so strong, it just sucks her skinny ass down to the bottom of the pool and sticks it against the grate. Like, who is she trying to help? Because she was kind of worthless. Well, I was going to say this is, it's like 2012, right? This film came out. This movie was kind of ahead of its time because if you really think about it, she's the heroine of the film. She's the one that's always jumping into the scenarios. The guys are either doing nothing or doing barely anything. The one guy can't swim, so he can't fucking do it. He tries to help, but he actually makes it worse towards the end. He doesn't help anybody. And then the the sheriff, or the cop, he loses his fucking mind. He, he, he can't help her either. No one is really doing anything. Even David Hasselhoff just saves one kid. Yeah, he hopped in the water and picked up one little kid that he called a ginger moron and set him to the side. And then he just went back to his chair. So, yes, I do agree. Why would you give her such, I want to say power, but... Why would you make her the heroine? And I and she can save people, no matter what size or how thin she is. But can she? Because you're not going to be able to pull out like multiple people. We don't now. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. If they would have said she was an international scuba diver or because the other thing is this bitch could hold her breath for a long time she must have been a fucking mermaid okay she was a fucking mermaid she was under the water in that one scene when they were like checking the grates she was under there for like a good three four minutes holding i feel like that was maybe 20 minutes of the film she was underwater she was and there were plenty of scenes where she was underwater she was 
underwater for more time than anyone humanly possible would hold their water. I mean, did she have gillyweed? Did she have some Harry Potter fucking special magical thing that we don't know about? The only thing they mentioned was that she was studying to be a marine biologist, which I guess means you're instantly an amazing diver and can do all this shit, which is like, I, I don't think that's how that works. No, that's not how that works. But she's definitely the heroine of the film. Yeah. Like, she's... They made her the go-to girl, and that's why she's doing everything. But then they didn't make her very smart, because why wouldn't you at least, like, there's... I mean, it's a, it's a normal water park. There's going to be poles to rescue people. Go start grabbing the poles and start pulling, grabbing people, pull them out, do things, you know? Something. But they just didn't... You know, they were like, oh, I'm just going to throw myself in the pool. Yeah, probably before that, because it was a smart idea to ramp up the suction of the thing. But maybe um, do that after people that are alive in the pool have come out, because they're all going to get sucked like your ass did at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, like, like the kids are all going to get pulled to the no bottom. No logic. The skinny girls are going to get pulled to the yeah. bottom of the pool. <laughs> No logic whatsoever in her in that in that regard. Yeah. She was just like, you know, and I, it, maybe it's one of those things. It was a fucking crazy. There was chaos going around, and she thought the first thing the first thing to do was that, and she didn't really put any thought into it. I mean, obviously. And then I love how the guy who can't swim, his way to rescue her <laughs> is to tie a cinder block around his neck and dive into the pool, and then walk across the pool holding the cinder block until he gets to her, and then I guess cut the rope on the cinder block when he got a, when he's got a holdover and float to the top and then he gives her the make out slash CPR because he's not really pumping her chest because I guess she was like no please don't handle my boobs so he just kisses her until she spits a bunch of water in his face she's fine it's true love's kiss that brought her back to life yeah it sure was it, because yeah he did there was no air being blown between one person to another it was just a pop kiss the really long pop kiss. Maybe he puffed out his cheeks, like, maybe once or twice, but it did not denote someone was getting CPR whatsoever. ever. But no. then, alas, water came out of her mouth. The water she had been holding the whole time in the seas. Yeah. <laughs> this movie's fucking hilarious. Because it's just so dumb. You, oh. to, you can't even take it seriously. Like I said, this is like one of those crazy grindhouse exploitation things. Now, also, who I, one of my one of my notes was who bought the little girl to the pool, you know? But I but I forgot that there was that regular size pool. But the part that she was in was the regular because yeah. they had walked over. But they pretty much ignored the adult part. They were pretty much like, "Oh, you people in here with your titties and dicks out, you're on your own." So you know, you have that. I, I guess I've never seen this film, but I'm gonna assume there is like an apocalypse now scene where there's one character that's looking around the chaos, and there's nothing but crazy shit ensuing, and there's massive, you know, people being blown up or body parts everywhere. There is this scene where David Kochner is trying to, you know, he's like, "Look, shit's fucked," and I'm out of here i'm not gonna be able to help anybody i'm gonna get my money i'm gonna get the fuck out so he's got his money okay his little the little cash box it's like the size of a garage sale cash box like (laughs) if this part was that cool wouldn't it have had a bigger box but anyhow then he stops looks down sees a little girl who's sitting like over like sitting over her like parent we're assuming her parents body or guardian somebody's body that obviously came bought her to the pool ripped to pieces by the fish and she's crying and sad and he's like i'm not responsible and he throws her like 32 dollars. now i want to know what the fuck did he think these 32 dollars was going to help this child that's probably the refund for the park (laughs) 
It was sixteen ninety five for an adult, fourteen ninety five plus tax for the kids, thirty two dollars altogether. Here's your refund. Don't sue so my she, ass. She got the refund, okay? And then there's like a weird part where she's holding up the dollar above like, her head, like, like checking to see if it's counterfeit. <laughs> what that was about i thought maybe it was a social commentary on we're putting you know we're looking up to the fucking money like it's god i don't know what was going on it was very strange and then he gets into a golf cart and he puts it in reverse by mistake and he runs the little girl over and kills her and then just looks over his shoulder and, goes, eh, and then just keeps going like what the fuck and then i don't know it gets worse then as he's they had the slow motion like I could have sworn I heard like some kind of like fucking like uh, some kind of crazy fucking slow motion yeah. sad music. Here's the question on this. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How he gets decapitated by like a party city fucking plastic banner? Yeah. How? How? Tight it was, was a cliff. <laughs> yeah. How tight was this banner pulled, and how fast was that little go kart going? Because he couldn't have been going more than two miles an hour. And then he hits this thing, cuts his head clean off, flies through the air and into the adult pool where you can see it on the little camera getting eaten by the piranha. Oh, no, no, no. Excuse me. No, I'm sorry, sir. You are incorrect. It flies into the double Ds, like the mega double D girl who holds it in between her breasts and then gives him his last fucking motorboat of life. And then she throws it into the fucking pool. And it is a close shot of this. Okay, so there's a decapitated head in between these ginormous fucking boobs that are covered in blood. It's it was going to be my new screensaver. I was like, we need to get this fucking this gif. It needs to be a thing because that is my favorite scene in the whole film. Yeah, it's it was fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know how they like. Okay, like this party city banner is intense, man. Those things are fucking dangerous. They got to recall that because if they're that sharp, holy shit. And then you have the fucking cop who there's some stupid storyline on. You know, they always have to. At least they tried in some things on how you know they got the water park connected to the lake and how it was all some like you know, seedy fucking people being paid underneath the table kind of thing and the cop was in on it. The fucking cop is there and he's hold. he picks up one of the fucking bodies from the pool that he's it's, trying to save. Okay. It's headless. And it's a skeleton. It's just a skeleton with like a bathing a, suit still on. It's a skeleton. And he's like, medic! Medic! It's the fucking best. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> And then, and then he gets... Meanwhile, meanwhile, the guy who was humping the uh, pool earlier, he decides he's going to go dump all the chlorine down into the intake valves and then throw his joint down it and blow everything up. So then it blows up. Which, by the way, I didn't know chlorine gas exploded like fireworks when you did <laughs> it. was a like firework. He was mad because one of the piranha almost went up his asshole. Yeah. And it was literally moving back and forth, you know, between his cheeks. And he was like, no one gets on my butthole. He was very upset about that. And he and, and that's what he... So he, this <laughs> blows it up. And we forgot to mention earlier, but I'll, we'll come back to that. This blow, it blows it up and it causes the trident that's been laying around. <laughs> It flies up into the air, does a perfect arc, comes down, and stabs the cop to death. Now, right through the fucking head. Now, earlier, we saw our, our other hero, the one who jumped in the water. He managed to throw this trident and perfectly catch some litter that had fallen on the ground. Now, we see when Daniel Panabarker is stuck on the bottom of the pool, 
through the murky, bloody water. This guy manages to throw the trident, spear a fish that's less than an inch from her face perfectly. So this guy has got some fucking aim, okay? I was like, he's he was fucking like, Aquaman. He's like Aquaman meets Hawkeye because he can throw that shit forever and never miss. But so then that's that's the end. The fish are blown up for the most part. Everything is done. Oh, but it's not. Because at that point, she just gets a phone call. Oh, by the way, her cell phone was in her pocket this whole time and still works perfectly. Yeah. Especially when it's like a fucking flip phone she flips open. You know that didn't survive the chlorine water. I'm going to tell you right now, they don't make things like they used to. It was only 2012. <laughs> so she flips open. Oh, who is it? It's uh, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah. And he's called up and go, oh my God, the fish can walk now. They've they evolved. walk now. And then you see the piranha like coming out. Like and she's a- like, I know. And then you see the little kid standing there looking at it. And his mom's like, don't get too close. He's like, nah, it's fine. They're not dangerous out of the water. He's a dumb ginger kid, by the way. Yeah. The kid standing there. The fish jumps up, knocks his head completely off his body. Fountain of blood spraying everywhere. Body falls back, twitching everywhere. The end. The end. And then in the credits, you see all the the survivors are out with their flip phones. And they're taking photos of the child's body that is literally withering and the blood squirting out of the neck. I was like, man, this this movie was just on point. Because that's exactly what would happen. (laughs) Now, during the opening, during the closing credits, you get to see a little uh, number, a little musical number from David Hasselhoff and his new show, Fish Hunter. Fish Hunter! Where he's singing the Fish Hunter song and air guitar in it. And then this is also one of those ones where they decide during the closing credits, let's just show all the bloopers and outtakes of everybody fucking everything up, which is kind of weird. I guess it fits with this movie, but I've never seen another like horror movie do that before. They were like, the fun does not fucking end once the credits are up. It continues. That's right. So they they threw all the bloopers in, like Smokey and the Bandit style. They threw all the bloopers in at the end of the movie. Maybe that's what they were going for. Maybe. I give this film... Damn. I was going to say two knives, but I'm going to give it one and a half knives. No, you know what? I'm going to give it two knives. Because this the, the extra knife, the knife and a half, the half a knife I'm giving it is... For the boobs. There's just so many of them. I, I want to thank the boobs that were a part of the film. Um, all the real ones and the fake ones. They were more fake ones than real ones. And Listen, in the end, they're all boobs. Okay. And, you know, thank you. You would have thought that there, because there was so much silicone in the water, they'd be able to float better and maybe swim <laughs> away, get away from these things. But that should not help them at no. all. And also, I was disappointed, I have to say, that one of the piranha did attack one of the boobs and, like, silicone spit out. Because it's this kind of a fucking stupid fuck movie that yeah. that would happen. I was kind of disappointed it didn't go in that route. They were like, no, no, no. We're, that crosses the line. We're not going to get too crazy. Yeah. We don't want... That's, that's not that kind of movie. No. They're like, no. Uh, fish up a butthole. That's where we draw the line. Yeah. That's it. That's as far as we're going. Yeah. I'll give it two star... Or two knives as well because... It's a it's a stupid entertaining movie. I'm not gonna say it's good, but it, it's entertaining just to laugh at and be like, Jesus Christ, really? Yeah, the two knives are for entertainment. It's no, it does not denote the quality of the film. <laughs> it is definitely just for the entertainment aspect. And it's sad because everybody in this movie 
has made much better movies. You know, sometimes you just want to make, you just want to get paid and just make a fun fucking movie. Yeah, that's you know? it. I'm sure there's some of those that they come along and be like, we'll give you $100,000 to be in this movie that's going to take like 20 days to film. Sold. If if they would have been like, hey, you want a thousand bucks for a weekend? You can come out, swim in a pool, you'll be the ticket uh, taker and you can be in the movie for five seconds and get fucking eaten by piranha. I'd be like, yes, I'm yeah. there. I'm sure that's what this was, but... Yeah, it's, it's a fun movie to watch, especially, like I said, if you have a projector, put it on by the pool. It'll be a blast. Well, thanks so much for joining us on our second serving of Piranha 3DD. Stay tuned to the horror. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Good night.